This is Retail Retold, the story of how that store ended up in your neighborhood. I'm your host, Chris Ressa, and I invite you to join my conversation with some of the retail industry's biggest influencers. This podcast is brought to you by DLC Management. Welcome to Retail Retold. I'm your host, Chris Ressa, and thank you for joining me today. So there's two things I want to talk about. Actually, three. One, Bed Bath Lease Auction. Two, what's going on in the market. And three, how Planet Fitness opened a location in Dallas, Texas. Let's start with Bed Bath Lease Auction. So I'm just super interested in this one. Um, I'm going to be there on Monday at the Bed Bath & Beyond Bankruptcy Lease Auction. I haven't been to one before. This will be my first. So interested to see how this all plays out. Uh, bids are due tomorrow. And then uh, you find out on Saturday if you qualify, if you had a qualifying bid or not. And if there's a competing bid and if there's a competing bid to show up to the auction on Monday. So dates are subject to change. Uh, they change with the wind. So you got to be on your toes. Uh, but I'll be there. So I'm sure I'll have some uh, reporting back on how that goes. But I think it's a really interesting case. And uh, stay tuned. Two. So I want to talk about like what's going on at retail properties right now. So last year was this landmark record leasing year at retail properties. And leasing is off the charts this year. I think it would be hard to be record beating in terms of volume of leases this year in America because there's a lot less space to lease this year. And therefore, it's just if there's no space, it's hard unless you're kicking out tenants and bringing in new when renewals come up. But it, it, it undoubtedly is going to be hard, even though it's going to be a great year. I think it's going to be hard to be the same volume as it was last year. But this is going to be a year of epic new store openings. Um, and, and, and the numbers of new store openings are always interesting that you see when you read headline news, because most of them don't include local entrepreneurs. They're really just pub or, or private companies. They're really just reporting on the public entities and using that as a proxy. Typically, some numbers may. Most of the numbers I see are just really about the public announcements of store openings versus store closings. So it's a, it's a distinct group that represents a much larger swath of uh, an industry. That said, this is going to be an epic year because all those record leases that signed last year, most of them are opening this year. And new store openings is one of the best things that can happen to a property. It's one of the most offensive things during good times and one of the most defensive things during tough times. You're bringing new capital because there's usually money going in from construction, either by tenant or landlord, new brand, which is exciting for the community, new foot traffic to the property, new dollars spent at the property, all leads to you know just a virtuous cycle of good momentum for that property, the other tenants in it for the community. And so I think it's pretty, you know, we've talked about the real estate fundamentals at, uh, you know, the retail real estate fundamentals at the property level, never being so strong. I think this is only going to make it stronger, regardless of, you know, the current macroeconomic conditions to boot to all that the appetite for new stores is voracious right now. And there's still, you know, huge velocity in leasing transactions, maybe not 2022 record breaking, but pretty remarkable. So I'm excited to see how that all plays out. You know, we're already seeing it at, at the properties we own where there's 
new tenants going in, you know, people are excited at the, in the community, other retailers at the properties are excited. And it's just this, you know, really good thing that's happening. And obviously there's a lot of stores. I think this is really going to pop in the back end of the year as an industry, because many stores try to time their opening to back to school and to black Friday, regardless of how changed black Friday is, it's still a pretty targeted and coveted day by retailers to open new stores and you know, before that. So, you know, you're gonna have a lot of store openings this fall. I think, you know, the, in that period of time between September and November, I think you're gonna like visibly go to a property and then a month later go and go, wow, there's a new store here. I think you're gonna do that as a consumer off, assuming there's a vacancy or two at the properties you're shopping at. So today I wanted to talk about a Planet Fitness um, in, a, in a market in Dallas, Texas. It's a really interesting story. So we owned um, this property in, in Dallas and um, we had a tenant that had filed bankruptcy. And uh, so we got a space back. And the space was like 20,000 feet. We had marketed for a while, didn't really get much bites. And then we kept marketing it and we got Planet Fitness interested in the space. So we started getting ready to strike a deal with Planet Fitness. And there was a restrictive covenant in the REA that didn't allow for fitness at this center. And so we were like trying to rack our brain. You know, we go and we get consents often. And so we were going down that path. But as that happened, there's an adjacent landowner that has a building and the building kind of looks like it's in the shopping center we own, but we don't own it. And uh, one of their tenants, the, the anchor tenant of that property goes, went vacant. A shopper's world was the tenant and they left. So they go bank, uh, they, they go away. And so we decided to say, hey, what if we bought that? We've always wanted to control our own destiny at this property, and then we could put Planet Fitness in there, and maybe we, we don't have the same restrictive covenant challenges. So we approached that landowner. They weren't really interested in selling. So we had kept, you know, Planet Fitness had kept working with us. We were trying to get creative, trying to figure out how to get them at this property. Months have passed. Um, and then finally, the adjacent landowner says, okay, you've been calling me enough, Chris. Let's see if we can figure out how to cut a deal. And we end up like getting to a deal. And just as we get to a deal, um, we're, well, as we're doing that, we're simultaneously trying to make a lease with Planet Fitness, kind of like a development deal. We don't really want to buy it without a tenant. Well, as that's happening, working on these deals, March of 2020 hits. And at the time, Planet Fitness was, you know, gonna put a pause on signing a new lease in this location, which made the purchase and like unsure of who would, how commercial real estate was gonna play out, who would potentially buy this or lease this, you know, we didn't move forward with the purchase. So we're in the thick of, you know, April, May, we're in the thick of the COVID world. 
And, you know, I'd kind of checked in, you know, we had kind of checked in with Planet, but, you know, we had so much going on. We didn't own that building. We still had the vacancy in our property and we're working through it, but there was a lot going on. Lo and behold, as that's happening, we get a call um, from a group that says they put that building under contract. They have a deal with a, a retailer to go in that space called Planet Fitness. And there's an REA and they need our consent to go in that building. Uh, and so, you know, the, you're, you're like putting your heels. You're like, holy cow. In this time frame, I like, you know, we dropped the ball because we had so much going on. And it wasn't a major key initiative priority strategy for the organization. Someone else swooped in to buy this building. But they needed the the deal didn't work for them either unless they had a tenant they had planet fitness and so they asked if we would consent they're like you know we'll give you something for consenting and they go through this whole sales pitch on why it's good for me as the adjacent landlord to allow planet fitness in and they say you know we you know it'll bring a new brand there's no fitness in our center it's not competing it'll bring new traffic to the overall area blah 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 and so our initial reaction to this was no. So they called back, you know, a couple of weeks later and they're like, how about if we give you X dollars to consent? And we're like, ah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that we have the same view on how good this is. And they like, were like so floored by this, but thinking through the you know, all our conversations that the purchaser of this kind of connected some dots and they came back to us and they offered us to go in 50, 50 with them as partners. And we were able to strike a deal to go 50, 50 partners, bring in planet fitness to the project and and there was other consents they needed us for. It was not just us. There was other tenant consents in our property that had the right to consent. And then by, you know, buying this, we were able to change the REA a bit to um, give us more control in the future uh, over this, you know, building. And um, turned out to be a huge win. And so that's how Planet Fitness ended up here. And so there's a lot of a, a lot to take away from that, right? I think one, just this overall creativity, right? Two, whatever business you are in, no, if you get distracted by whatever it is, and it's not your main priority, someone could definitely swoop in out from underneath you on a deal. Whatever business you're in, definitely a hard lesson. But three, and we, I think in the business world, not just in commercial real estate, in the business world, we often talk about like, we don't want to over lawyer docs to get so much legal jargon that it kills a deal. However, and I've said that before. Great docs and a strong REA 
are the reason we were able to buy this property. Without this being what some might say over-legaled, over-lawyered, we might not have been able to buy this property. And we only bought 50% interest, but it, it was the, the documents that governed were the key to us getting in on the deal. And then I think the fourth thing that was really savvy from the buyer was if you're really trying to strike a deal, I think it's important to really understand the motivations of the counterparty you're doing business with and understand their business. And they connected the dots that we wanted to own this property. We didn't want to let someone else come in and own it. And we like, we had it in our hands to own this property. Had it not been for COVID and the weird timing, we would have owned the property without a partner. But they recognized this and they said, hey, we could all do good here. We could all, you know, figure out how to cut a deal and hopefully make some money. We could all share in it. And, you know, that is going to create new opportunities for the, the partners, the partnership in the future. And it's been a great partnership. Turned out to be great for both parties. Uh, everyone brought some skills to the table. Everyone brought some things to the table, um, more than just dollars for the asset that I think, and everyone had a lot of respect along the negotiation. And, you know, and kudos to them for coming up with the idea. <clears throat> and it enabled us to bring Planet Fitness to this asset. And, and that's how Planet Fitness ended up there. So I think a great story, cool lesson to learn. And that's what I got for today, everyone. We are now almost officially halfway done with the year. Crazy 2023 is moving. Um, hope everyone uh, is hitting all their goals for 23. Uh, it's going to be over before we know it. So with that, thanks for joining me today on Retail Retold, everyone. Um, Hope you enjoyed the story and the take on the retail market and uh, report back on what happens at that Bed Bath & Beyond bankruptcy lease auction. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Retail Retold. If you want to share a story about a retail real estate deal that you were a part of on our show, please reach out to us at retailretold at dlcmgmt.com. This show highlights the stories behind the deals from all perspectives. So it doesn't matter if you are a retailer, broker, entrepreneur, architect, or an attorney. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Retail Retold so you don't miss out on next Thursday's episode.